what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Okay, we have a word today, as you can tell from the title. I need you to change, Mm. (laughs) right? When in the history of needing somebody to change did that ever make anything better? I'm just asking. I am just asking. So this is going to be a word for the folks people name the control freak. We're going to bring that person to being an aligned beauty, okay? (laughs) From control freak to aligned beauty. So I'm going to share some context about where this inspiration for the word came today and then give you some spirit-filled real talk to back it up, okay? So essentially, I had a scenario presented to me. There was a gal that was really struggling and frustrated, and this is what she was dealing with. I really want to buy a house and financially my partner is not in that position to do so, right? So I don't feel like he's my financial equal and I get caught up in thinking that I'm settling. I'm not proud of these thoughts, but I think I should have a partner that I can dream with, okay? Not good, bad, right or wrong. This is the scenario. So I as a coach, right, mirrored back. What I'm hearing is, as you hold this vision of your dream, right, and look at your partner, they don't match, so he might not be the one, okay? So from there, this sounds like a hopeless situation, and it's a very relatable one given the thinking that created it, okay? So I challenged a different perspective here. I'm not ever, as a coach, gonna tell people what to do or to guide them into what I think at all, but I am going to empower them to think about what they're thinking about and to make decisions that they are confident about and really feel empowered by, okay? So this person, because of that, ended up leaving our time together laughing, uplifted, and really empowered to make courageous decisions about our future. But here's what I said, that our dreams are not contingent upon anybody else. We like to say that, and I know that I've, I've been there, right? We like to, to think and to believe and to create an excuse that if this person changed or when they do this then, right, unless they become this, then I won't be able to X, Y, or Z, right? We find reasons. When we are set on holding ourselves back, we find reasons to create that case, right? But the dream that we have... Our dreams are not contingent on anyone else. They're contingent upon our alignment with them. And usually when we're so focused on needing somebody else to change and being hyper-focused on all the ways that they're not changing, we're out of alignment. 
we're not in agreement with God. We're not thinking about what he's thinking about. We're not moving forward with that dream. We're waiting on somebody else and making them really the object of our dissatisfaction, right? We're creating resistance in our lives because of what we're focusing on. And we're doing that. We can't blame somebody else for that, right? So what's happening when you look to somebody else or something to fill in these missing pieces of your life, what we're doing is we're holding ourselves back and giving away our power. Whew. Right? That's what's happening there. We might also, depending on the scenarios, be stepping into control and manipulation, which in the word is clear. It's witchcraft, right? And that is giving the enemy place in your life to cause more confusion and chaos and disruption and dysfunction, right? However, (laughs) the good news, when you are so self-empowered, you've got that Godfidence, not just this like self-centered self-confidence, but this Godfidence, right? Where you drop the lies, you drop the excuses, because here's what you know. You know that God is for you and working with you. And if you're submitting your plans to him and rolling your works on the Lord, he's causing your mind to come into agreement with his will. He's causing your plans to be established and causing them to succeed. So you know then that you cannot not succeed and that you're being set up for success. So if that's the case, the other things are non-issues. You do not need to control other people. You do not need to obsess over the how. Your work is to stay in step with God, to focus on your alignment, right? and to take the steps of obedience that you're led to take. And those never involve controlling people, strangely enough, right? And the good news about this too is when you like know that you know that in your soul, then you can also make partnership decisions on things that really matter, whatever those are for you. So for example, do I actually love this person? Am I loving this person, right? Are they kind? Are they clear-minded? Do they have a zest for life? Do they smile and laugh easy? Does loving come easily to them, right? Like you can start asking those questions when you're not so caught up on really resenting and resisting the person, okay? So when you discover alignment with God, you don't need others to be what he can. He's your benefactor, okay? And there's something going on there too, and it's usually just revealing fear, and trust issues, right? I fear that I'm not financially where I need to be in this case to buy a home. I fear that I'm going to make the wrong choice in choosing a partner. I fear, right? Like, let's really get to the bottom of it without making it about somebody else. Let's get clear about how we're showing up, right? So, We are where we are, and that's something that we accept, right? But we do have a choice whether we complain or expect good things about whether we're going to worry about the future or look forward to it, whether we're going to beat ourselves and others up or whether we're going to praise them and celebrate every step along the way, right? And when we stay connected to the vine and make more aligned choices, life starts to flow, right? We're operating from peace, and peace is our power, okay? And it starts to get better and better Because it does, right? Because we're focusing on that alignment. We're focusing on the goodness of God. We're focusing on how he's guiding and providing, right? We're always being guided and supported and we can enjoy the ride, okay? So what we resist 
persists, okay? Because what we focus on grows. So if we're resisting something, we're just gonna keep focusing on all the things that we wanna just push ourselves up against. And that never feels good. When you're resisting something, how does that feel? And that doesn't change the outcome, right? Like that does not change what it is that you're after. In other words, the confusion that you're experiencing about what to do, right? That this woman was experiencing in this example, the confusion is coming from the resistance. So when the resistance goes away, okay, and sometimes this happens in time as you get more consistent about being deliberate in what you're thinking about and what you focus on and really just focusing intentionally on things that you can appreciate, clarity will come. Clarity will come. Usually we don't catch the clarity because we're caught up in so many other things and we're busy and we're focused and we're distracted on things that at the end of the day don't matter and they're not aligned with who we're called to be or even where we're going, okay? So the main thing here is that your dream, whatever that desire that is in your heart is not contingent upon anybody else to make it happen, You and God are the majority, so you don't have to wait and put your faith in man. Your faith is in God, okay? And your alignment comes from God. Wherever you're off-center, it's a call to go connect with God, to get connected again to the vine, abide in the Lord, right? So here's some scriptures, okay? Romans 8.28 says this, And we know that for those who love God, All things work together for good and for those who are called according to his purpose. Okay, so in other words, when we give control up, when we let go of the resistance, right, only good things will come. Okay, it's it's like holding a cork under the water. That's resistance. You're like pushing this cork under the water when really it wants to pop up and just go with the flow. And the minute you let go, the minute you release control, it does just that. It pops up and it just is able to go with the flow. Okay, so even in those things that seem really troublesome, right? We can trust and stand on this word and be hopeful and expectant that it will work together for good. It will come together for good. You know this one likely, Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Okay? So the Lord has good plans for you. Right? Filled with goodness, with happiness, with hope. And in this scenario that was presented, This woman was not full of goodness, happiness, and hope. It was dread. It was fear. It was anxiety. It was resistance. It was control, right? Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? That's a good self-check. Be strong and courageous. That's empowered, right? That's your power position. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God is always by our side. And he promises to never leave, right? So we have no reason to be afraid of what may come because he's going to be with us no matter what happens. And he's going to be with us through it all, right? Matthew 6.34, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble, right? So God sees no need for us to worry about what will happen the next day because he already knows what's going to happen and he will provide for us as we need it. So we are here to live for today and take steps of obedience today, right? Matthew 
1926 says this, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So with God, that's what you want to know. All things are possible. There's nothing he can't do. He does it all. He does it all. Okay? If we just put our hope in man, that's where we're bound to be disappointed. But if we stay connected to God, stay connected to the vine, really let our alignment with God be everything, hashtag God's vibes matter, right? Then we can trust this. Okay? With man, this might be impossible, but I'm not counting on man here, right? Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So God promises to help us, okay? So especially when we feel weak or we can't see the way, God is there. He's in it, right? All right, and last one, Ephesians 1.11, In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Okay, so all aspects, all aspects of our lives are planned out according to God's will and his perfect plan. It all leads to glorification in heaven, right? So keep that in mind. We're not here to be anxious. We're not here to control other people. We're not here to overcomplicate things and try to control outcomes and try to manipulate people, right? We're here for what? To connect with our creator, right? So he is the one that is worthy of all glory, all praise, all honor, right? And we're here to represent him on earth and release the kingdom of heaven on earth and we can't do that when we're so fixed and focused on needing to change other people often when we need to change other people something in us needs to change often often it's a call to perceive or or to look at something differently it's a call to uproot the kingpin lie or the fear It's a call to be still and know and just reconnect with God and get some more guidance and some clarity and just release anything that's not of him and just renounce any lies and unbelief, right? It's repenting and turning from controlling people. If we're too busy controlling them, we can never love them. And we know we owe nothing but to love other people, right? And I'm I'm saying this and I know that it sounds... Uh, maybe oversimplified, but we tend to overcomplicate things, right? And if we went back to peace, if we went back to where our power is, which is in peace, then we'll navigate differently because when we're really good receivers, right? We do receive that good orderly direction and we know how to show up. We know how to navigate. And when the time is right, things will happen, right? So for example, in this scenario, if this woman were to just focus on her alignment and her path, right? Inevitably, who she's with, this partner, will be able to just go along with her or they'll start drifting apart. But there doesn't need to be some dramatic ultimatum or breakup, right? Just because of the position that they're currently in, right? She is able to build her dream and also love this person at the same time. It's not this or, it's this and, right? And this person is also able to grow and evolve and it's probably going to be easier for that person to do so, the partner in this scenario, when this woman is not all on his case and judging him and criticizing him. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm in a position of constantly being judged and criticized, that does not encourage me to grow. 
<laughs> that encourages me to put up some boundaries, right? So think about that. If each person focused on their alignment with God and focused on right, what they're called to do and taking their steps, right, they would probably flow together in relationship, right? But if each person is resisting each other and, and waiting on the other to change in order to build anything, nothing will ever get done. And that's a heck of a lot of wasted time, energy, emotion, all the things, right? So my encouragement from this example today is to repent of control and to choose your alignment no matter what. When you are aligned, you are full of joy, you are full of hope, you are full of peace, you are full of wisdom. You're able to receive the impressions and the instruction and the guidance of God in your life. And you're able to respond, right, with that instant obedience. And so how other people show up doesn't matter when you're in alignment. It's usually when we're out of alignment and when we're frustrated or stressed out that we make it about other people but usually it comes back to you. Your dream is not a dream that was given to somebody else. They have their own dreams to be walking out and working on, right? So <laughs> this is a call back to you don't need anybody to change in order for you to change. You don't need anybody to change in order for you to take radical responsibility for your alignment and your dreams. You don't need anybody to change in order for you to start moving forward. You don't need anybody to change. And you focusing there, if this is you, <laughs> is what is preventing you from being in alignment. Because when you focus on somebody else and what they need to do, you take the focus off of you and what you're called to do. You're not called to tear people down. You're not called to be the judge. You're not called to force people to do any kind of thing. <laughs> it's true. All right. So take a deep breath, right? What does it look like to go with the flow? How can you be easy about this process? What if you invited your new advisory board into the mix, right? You invited trust into the mix. You invited faith into the mix. You invited confidence into the mix. You invited empowerment into the mix. Well, you might then change in this scenario with this woman, she might then realize, okay, my next step is going to be provided. I'm going to take it when it comes. And right now I'm led to do X, Y, or Z, right? And with this relationship, I trust, right, that it's not random that we're connected and I'm going to focus on what I appreciate about this connection and I'm going to focus on love and let it work itself out right? I'm determined to go with the flow, to be easy about things, to let things work out for me. Because it says that in the word, God's promises are that all things are working out. All things are working for good. He has mercy that is new every day and joy is your strength. So when you choose to operate in the gifts and in the inheritance that you've been given, that's entirely up to you at the end of the day. Nobody can make you do that. Nobody can make you do that. Just like you can't make anybody else show up any kind of way. So you have full permission and full authority today to decide what you're going to think, what you're going to believe, what you're going to partner with, what you're going to activate, what you're going to pursue, and how you're going to do it. Are you going to be easy about it? Is it going to be fun for you? Are you going to be full of hope and expectancy? Are you going to be overflowing with joy? How are you going to go about it? 
How are you going to go about it? That is entirely up to you. Your dreams that God placed in your heart are your dreams and you get to steward them well. And what does that look like? And if you don't know, these are beautiful questions. God never tires from your questions. So you can take every question before the Lord and journal them out. God, what what would you say about this? What would you have me see? What would you have me know? What would you have me do? Right? What would you have me say? Get back into that place and then it no longer is about this obsession or this need, right, to change another person, right? Like write that question down. Is it true that this person has to change in order for you to X, Y, or Z? And play out the scenario. If this person never changed, then would I still love them? Would I still choose this partnership, right? Like so much wisdom (laughs) comes forth when you journal these things out with God. So that is my encouragement. If you find yourself in a similar situation like this, where it's gotten really complicated, usually it's gotten this complicated because we've invited in more than one fear, okay? And we've made it about somebody else rather than looking at ourselves, okay? But when you do do this more reflective looking within, do it with God. Because a lot of times when we just do it by ourselves. that's when we also step into guilt, into shame, into some other stuff. But when we're doing it with God, God is gentle, right? And he gives us this conviction in such a sweet way and empowers us to make the changes that he is asking us to make, if any, in our lives, okay? So, I bless you with this. I do hope that it blessed you. If you or somebody that you know is walking through some tough stuff that they could use some coaching around, or if you're even interested in doing self-mastery work and really exploring how or where to even begin with this inner work, be sure to go check out julianapage.com. There is a self-mastery course over there. There's different coaching programs, anything from life coaching to general business coaching. So go check that out. If you haven't subscribed over here and followed, I'd appreciate it so much if you would give me a follow. And you can also copy the links here and share them with a friend. So you can go ahead and do that. You can also connect with me on the social medias and you can watch more content like this on the Juliana Page YouTube channel. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.